Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. J.J. Vallow and Tylee Ryan are dead. We may have thought so all along, but now we know. We know that their remains were destroyed and buried in the backyard of cult mom Lori Vallow's new husband's home. What now? Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Joining us right now is a very special guest. It is the practicing lawyer that represented Charles Vallow, now dead, in his divorce case against cult mom Lori Vallow. Taylor Larson, I guess this is one divorce you'll never forget, although you might want to. You say that Charles Vallow's death was not an accident and was not self-defense. Why? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. It, it was not self-defense. I, I've, in my opinion, it was pre-planned, uh, an ambush that took place uh, on that fateful day in July, um, mostly because, you know, when I first met Charles and he first came into our office to uh, discuss divorce, filing divorce from Lori, he predicted his murder and he predicted who would do it. Uh, he was very fearful of his life uh, when he first met with us and frankly told us if anything was to happen to me, it was Lori and her brother Alex that did it. And he was very, very serious and scared for his life and scared for JJ and Tylee's lives as well. Uh, and this was back in on February 1st was the first time he came into our office. So we're talking, you know, five plus months before his demise, he predicted it. Uh, in our office and you know we we even put that into the divorce documents um, you know and and predicted sadly the tragedy that has, has become to be known as this case with me is Taylor Lawson who represented Charles Vallow a dad who was desperately trying to get his son JJ 
away from cult mom Lori Vallow, and he ended up shot dead doing it. I'm very curious about when you first met Charles Vallow and thereon, what he was saying about Lori Vallow. Why was he convinced she and her brother Alex were trying to kill him? She threatened his life two times uh, over the phone, including one time telling him that she had an angel at the house waiting to dispose of his body if he came home. This is while he was on a business trip in Texas trying to you know, provide for the family and run the, the business that, that they own together. And so, I mean, it, it, it doesn't get any more shocking than that when a client comes in and says, hey, my wife told me she's going to kill me. And she also says, I have an angel here to dispose of your body. Listen. Threatened me, murder me, kill me. She threatened to murder you? Yes. And she said, how did she do that? My, my bishop right there is in the car. He was on the phone with me today when she said, I will have you destroyed. That's what she said there. I can murder you now with my powers. What business did he do? I believe it, it had to do with financial services, um, such as life insurance. Um, and he did most of his business in California and Texas. And so um, during this business trip where she called and told him that she was going to kill him and that he was Nick Schneider, uh, he was in Texas, which was um, you know, the usual and, and very regular for him to be there to do business during the week in Texas. She, Lori Vallow, claimed that Charles Vallow was cheating on her. Is that true? I can tell you that Charles was very, very uh, serious about that and, and he loved Lori more than anything uh, at the time and he denied, vehemently denied those allegations and wanted to even take a polygraph test to prove to Lori that he had not cheated on her. And he even uh, messaged her family members that, about that because he was worried that the Lori was spreading these lies about him and damaging his reputation um, because he was always seen as such a, a great family man who loved Lori and loved his children and would never ever step out of the bonds of marriage and so he was very serious and he wanted to take a polygraph test to try to prove it wow you know i'm sure in your business handling a lot of divorces when a man is accused of cheating i've never seen one accused of cheating step up and say hey i'll take a polygraph wow okay. yeah that impresses yeah. me a lot <laughs> Yeah, and you know, Arizona is a no-fault state, meaning that, um, you know, affairs don't have any relevance in the court case, in the divorce case. So there wasn't much that we could plead for in the, in the documents uh, to state that he denied any allegations of cheating. Um, but, you know, he, <laughs> he said he would put his money where his mouth was. I mean, he even said that not only would he take a polygraph test, but he would put money up that if he failed it, he would give her straight money and cash. Wow. Uh, to try to, and that's how, that's how strongly he felt about those allegations and, and was, you know, I, I am not a cheater is what he would say. And he said that to me numerous times. When you're in the middle of a divorce, the other side, even though Arizona's no fault, which means if you want a divorce, you're going to get a divorce. It doesn't matter who cheated, who got drunk and wrecked the car. doesn't matter. You want a divorce? You got it. 
So claims of cheating are irrelevant to a divorce in that jurisdiction. But when somebody claims infidelity, don't you know that the other side is going to dig and dig and dig until they find that mistress. And as of right now, no mistress has ever been found. Right. Absolutely. There, I haven't, I've just seen some of the uh, accusations and allegations, you know, that Lori has thrown through her family members to the media. But again, where's these text messages? Where's these money trails? You know, where's the emails? Because we certainly have lots of emails and things in writing from Lori to Chad, but I haven't seen anything from Charles to anybody. And you know that Lori had all access to Charles's accounts. You know, she used his Amazon account to buy the wedding ring for her and Chad. Uh, so she had access to all those emails. So I would believe that, you know, in my opinion, that would come out here, uh, you know, kind of prove it here. Yeah, I mean, emails, texts, money trail, buying flowers, buying jewelry, all that. We have none of that. And no woman has come forward and said, hey, I'm the, I'm the mistress. And at this juncture, I really believe somebody would have ratted her out if she existed. So he comes in and tells you he's afraid he's going to get killed by Lori Vallow and Alex Cox, her brother. And you know, Alex Cox has a history. He attacked her last husband, Joe Ryan. Remember that? With a taser. Yeah, absolutely. And did jail time for it. And in that case, Alex Cox told Joseph Ryan, I'm going to kill you. And he attacked him with a taser. In this case, your client ends up dead. What was your client, Charles Vallow's concern about the children being with Lori Vallow, cult mom? The main concern was that she was mentally unstable, not able to make um, you know, clear decisions for the children. Uh, not only had he been threatened by her over the phone, but she had also told him that he could have the kids, that she didn't want anything to do with them because she had a more important mission to carry out. And the kids were seen as a burden to her. Uh, it, it didn't allow her, especially, you know, JJ, who was special needs and, you know, required more attention uh, than, uh, you know, someone who doesn't have special needs, a child, and especially at his age, you know, a younger child too. Uh, so, Charles was very worried because she just wanted to toss the kids by the wayside, uh, so to speak. You know, I, I, I didn't realize she actually said that, that she wanted to give him the children because she didn't want to be bothered with them anymore, that they got in the way of her mission. Isn't it true that on one occasion, your client, Charles Vallow, told you that she went to Hawaii and was gone for weeks on end and never texted or called or even checked on the children? Yes, we during the divorce, we could not get a hold of Lori um, because, you know, as you know, Nancy, to initiate the divorce, you have to serve the other person 
with the papers, you know, personally through a process server. Um, and we were never able to find Lori to serve her with number one, the divorce petition, but also number two, the order of protection that we advised Charles to go and obtain to try to, you know, give, afford him some protection from her. Um, he obtained a, an order of protection and we tried to serve her numerous times uh, throughout the entire time that we represented Charles, but we couldn't find her. We tried at, at Alex's house, we tried at her parents' house, we tried at some of her friends' house, houses here in, in uh, the Phoenix area. We even sent a process server up to Boise, Idaho, because we thought that she would be appearing at one of these uh, avow preparing a people conferences with uh, that where she, there were going to be scheduled speakers there and she ended up not even being there even though she made hotel reservations under Charles's name in Boise and now we know we now know after all this has happened just in the last few months and you know the timelines kind of unfolded that she was in Hawaii with Tylee but at the time we had no idea where she was and we were trying to find her just to be able to serve her so that the divorce could go through number one and number two that the order of protection would be put in place and valid. Where was JJ at that time? JJ was with Charles. Um, he, when Charles got home from Texas, uh, I believe the body cam footage just came out that showed when he got there how Lori had changed the locks on the house, had taken everything in the house, including Charles's underwear and his clothes, his laptop, had taken JJ and um, Bailey, the, the service dog for JJ, and was not communicating with Charles uh, until a few days later, she said, come get JJ, or what, what she said was, I'm going to drop JJ off at school tomorrow. You can pick him up. I don't want anything to do with him. He tried to put JJ on the order of protection um, as a protected person, meaning that uh, you know the order of protection was between Lori and Charles, and that Lori could not come, could not contact Charles, or come in in the, in the vicinity of Charles. He tried to put JJ on that order of protection as a protected person so that Lori could not come and get JJ if she changed her mind or you know, went to the school and picked him up and absconded with him. Charles was very fearful that Lori was going to take JJ and run. Um, and so unfortunately, the court did not uh, allow JJ to stay on the order of protection as a protected person and only uh, had Charles on there. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. 
Zen Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen Nicotine Pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at zen.com. That's zyn.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Hey, I'm going to kill you or anything like that. She no. didn't say she was going to kill herself or anything like that. Just, no. just some... Okay. Just the rational statements about calling him a different name and saying he was a different person. There was there was a, a level of disconnect from reality that was okay. a bit disturbing. But that was again that was just that's just my impression. Joining us right now is a very special guest. It is the practicing lawyer that represented Charles Vallow, now dead, in his divorce case against cult mom Lori Vallow. Taylor Larson. Did Charles Vallow know that Lori Vallow was cheating on him with Chad Daybell? Um, he definitely had some suspicions that she was cheating. He never told me um, who he suspected, um, but he did mm -hmm. send me some communications between Chad and Lori that he had found. And um, I believe that was when he started to try to put the puzzle together. Um, he did tell me that this all started, you know, years prior when uh, Lori had a near-death experience when they were living in Hawaii and she became fascinated. And if you read, you know, some of the divorce pleadings that we put in there, uh, she became infatuated and at times obsessive over some of his near-death experiences and was listening to podcasts about other members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who uh, had near-death experiences and had, you know, allegedly had visions of the spirit world and could communicate with those on the other side of the veil. Charles told me that she would read books over and over about it. She would listen to podcasts nonstop and she just, was gravitating towards these, you know, type of people and these groups. And that's how she uh, found Chad Daybell because most of his books are about that. You're, you're talking about her getting, let me just say, becoming enthralled with her cult as it turned out to be. But it started with a near-death experience. What was the near-death experience? What happened? Charles just told me that she had a near-death experience in Hawaii when they were living there. And um, ever since then, she became a different person. He, you know, it wasn't like an overnight type of deal. It was over a period of time that he could see that the, the woman that he was married to uh, was changing and becoming a different person. And I will tell you that 
throughout the entirety of the divorce proceedings, he just thought that this was just a bad dream and that he would wake up one day and, you know, the, the Lori that he knew and loved and married 13 years prior would just be there again. And, um, you know, he, he really thought that she was having some mental distress and that she just needed some medication and some help. Throughout the entire time that I communicated with him, he was always very emotional about it and just wanted this to wanted it to be back to the to what it was before this all started earlier you stated that the divorce was dismissed we never were able to serve lori um we we were we did ask the court to allow us to serve her through an alternative means meaning through email or mailing it to her last known address but we never got an an answer from the court before we dismissed the case. Charles asked to dismiss the case because he just couldn't get over the fact that she had abandoned him and JJ and um, he still loved her and he, he held hope that that someday she would wake up from this and come back to him. I mean, he he just really loved her and the family and he couldn't he couldn't go through the with the divorce anymore uh, mostly because she had become you know she had she was gone we didn't know where she was she was not communicating with him and so he thought why am i getting a divorce if she's already just leaving me alone and you know i want to hold out hope for the future that we can be still become a family again The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zinn nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience. Which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Joining us right now is a very special guest. It is the practicing lawyer that represented Charles Vallow, now dead, in his divorce case against cult mom Lori Vallow. Taylor Larson. 
If the divorce had proceeded, what would have happened to JJ entirely? The court here in Arizona did not have jurisdiction over Tylee um, in our divorce proceeding because Tylee was not common to the parties, meaning that Charles had not adopted Tylee and that her bio right. father, Joseph, you know, I know he was passed, but because Charles was not Tylee's legal guardian or father, um, the court had no jurisdiction over her. But for JJ, you know, we asked that the court gave um, Charles legal, sole legal decision making. We were hopeful and with all of these salacious allegations, uh, I felt very strongly that the court would grant that. Why do you think Lori Vallow would have wanted Charles Vallow, your client, dead? There was a million reasons why she wanted Charles Vallow dead because there was a life insurance policy on Charles's life for a million dollars that she knew about and that she thought she was the beneficiary of. And after Charles was killed by her brother Alex, she found out she was not the beneficiary. Can you describe what you know of that? While we were uh, talking to Charles at the beginning of our representation uh, during the divorce, he, you know, was very, very scared for his life and believed that Lori was up to something with, with her brother Alex and that he was, you know, close to, you know, having to deal with Alex showing up to try to kill him. And so when that happens in a divorce, usually we wait till towards the end of the divorce where we will advise our client to make sure that they change the beneficiary, you know, of any estate planning documents such as a trust or a will or life insurance. And so when Charles started talking about this with us at the beginning, we thought, well, you need to go change the beneficiary uh, of your life insurance policy right away. And he said, absolutely. And I want the beneficiary to be Kay Woodcock, my sister, because I know that if she got the money, she would use it to take care of JJ. And um, so a couple days went by and, and Charles contacts me and says, hey, I just tried to change the life insurance beneficiary uh, to, to Kay, and guess what? Someone put a password on my account. I've never had a password on my account ever, and the life insurance, po the life insurance company said that someone had called and represented themselves as Charles and put a password on the account just days prior to Charles calling and trying to change the beneficiary. And it was a big nightmare and mess for him to try to change that back. Um, and he said in an email to me, if anything happens to me before the beneficiary is changed and this gets all ironed out with the, the life insurance company, please know that I want all of the life insurance proceeds to go to Kay Woodcock, my sister. That I, is damning. If I die before I can change it, You've got to know, I want it to go to my sister Kay. So it seems as if the clock was running. How many days after that communication was he killed? That communication took place at the end of February. So we're talking 
four and a half months um, for it to happen. And I never knew if Charles was able to change the beneficiary completely and get that all ironed out with the life insurance policy um, until after his death when uh, I learned mm -hmm. that he had and that Kay was the beneficiary and that Lori was not very happy with it, as you can imagine. I'm just thinking back through all the communications that Charles told you about with cult mom Lori Vallow. I read a lot about it in what parts of the divorce papers that I've been able to read. What do you believe Taylor Lawson is the most significant threat or communication Lori Vallow made to Charles? The most significant one to me and the one that always stuck out to me and made the hair on the back of my neck stand up when he told me was when she told him over the phone, if you come home, I'm going to kill you and I have an angel here to dispose of your body. Obviously, that type of allegation, we, we hear allegations all the time in divorce law, right? It's a very emotionally driven type of, of law. You know, these people are at their worst and there's a lot of hate flowing between each other. But never have I ever heard of a threat so clear and so just heinous. And the fact that she thought that she could have an angel there at her beckoning call to dispose the body and presumably dispose of the evidence. Why do you believe Charles Vallow went over to Lori Vallow's that day that he was shot? I believe that Charles did that because he loved JJ more than anything in this world. And I know that at the time, Charles was living in Texas away from JJ while JJ was here in Arizona with Lori. And I know that Charles wanted to spend time with his, with his son. And, you know, I, I've heard that, it, that he was intending on taking JJ to breakfast that day before he took him to, to school. And, you know, unfortunately, he, he didn't ever make it to that breakfast. Do you believe or have you been told that police are close to charging Lori Vallow with Charles's murder? I have not been told anything. Uh, I would hope so. I, I do believe that the, the motive is clear that this was an intent to, to kill. This wasn't an self-defense. This was a premeditated plan to murder Charles. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. 
Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Guys, let me pause one moment to thank you for joining us on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace every day. You know, if you ever miss an episode, you can download the program Crime Stories with Nancy Grace as a free podcast on your favorite podcast app. Or you can go to CrimeOnline.com, scroll down, and punch the podcast. It's easy and free. If you're listening to your favorite podcast app, you can get not only the latest episode from that very day, you can go back in time and hear all the previous episodes. You can catch up on the most important investigations, dive into cold cases with us, or research a missing person. Go to CrimeOnline.com slash podcast right now and start listening. Join the investigation. Subscribe to the podcast so new episodes will be delivered right to your phone. That's awesome. And please leave us a review so we know what you think of our program, Crime Stories. And leave us tips, ideas of cases you'd like us to cover. We listen. It's CrimeOnline.com slash podcast. Repeat crimeonline.com slash podcast. Thanks, guys, for joining us. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Joining us right now is a very special guest. It is the practicing lawyer that represented Charles Vallow, now dead, in his divorce case against cult mom Lori Vallow. Taylor Larson, I just don't understand the logistics of what happened because by Lori Vallow's statement, your client, Charles Vallow, came over, got into an argument with Alex Cox, hit Alex Cox in the back of the head, but your client was shot twice in the chest. And right, and that doesn't fit together for me logistically. How did he get hit in the back of the head and then in self-defense turn around and shoot him twice in the chest? I'm also curious as to whether those shots were at close range or if gunshot powder residue tests were taken that day on Lori Vallow and Alex Cox or on your client's chest. Was it a contact wound? We don't know what happened, and the physicality, what we're learning from forensics, does not jive with what Alex Cox and Lori Vallow said happened. I think another important part of that is that Alex Cox on the body cam footage even says, he hit me in the back of the head with a bat. Then I went into my room. He went back into his room to grab the gun 
and then came back out and shot Charles twice in the chest. How is that self-defense? Under the law, that turns Alex Cox into the aggressor. But Lori Vallow says she was in the kitchen the whole time, which I find very difficult to believe. Yeah, I, I don't believe that for a fact. I think there were two different stories she told police, one where she had already taken JJ, one where she was in the kitchen. Uh, and Alex said that same same thing. I think he changed his story twice, too, saying that Lori was home at the beginning and then saying that uh, she was gone, also taking JJ to school. In Charles's car, no less, the, the car that Charles drove there, his rental car, drove to Lori's house. She went and got into his car while he was fighting with, with Alex. I don't believe that. But then also, Tylee states to police that after the shooting is when JJ was taken to school. Yeah, it, it just it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, it never has. But I will tell you, uh, when I first learned of Charles's murder, um, it was a few weeks after the shooting. I didn't see it in the news at first. Um, and then I was contacted by a family member of Charles who told me. And right away, as soon as she told me that Charles had been shot and killed, I said, was it Alex? And she said, yes. And I said, has he been arrested? And she said, no. And I said, how is that possible? And she said, well, he's claiming it was self-defense. And I said, there's no way it was self-defense. It was pre-planned. And this was before I knew any of the facts uh, of what happened on that day. I'm wondering if Lori Vallow lured Charles over that day. I've wondered that too, um, mostly because I don't know why, why Charles would go into the house to have a discussion with Lori, especially with Alex there. Just f a few months beforehand, Charles is telling me, hey, if anything happens to me, it's Alex who killed me, and Lori you know, is behind that. So if he knew that Alex and Lori were in the house, I don't believe that he would have went in. Uh, and if he was just there to pick up JJ, why does he need to go into either. the house, you know? What kind of a hold did Lori Vallow have over her brother Alex? She's referred to him as her hitman. He attacked her other husband, now Charles Vallow, and Vallow is dead. Many people believe he shot at Brandon Boudreau for Lori Vallow and possibly shot at Tammy Daybell for Lori Vallow. What kind of hold does she have over him? Yeah, it's a very good question, to, to and I don't know if we'll ever get the, the answer because Alex is dead. Um, but I will tell you that Charles, when he first came into our office, he met with the managing partner of our firm, um, Steve Ellsworth, and Charles told Steve in the initial consultation that Alex was Lori's destroying angel and that he was there to protect her at all costs. Well, it all fits together for me because Lori Vallow told your client, if you come home, I'm going to kill you. And I've got an angel here to dispose of your body. On a previous incident, she had referred to Alex Cox, her brother, as her, quote, destroying angel. So that's the angel that was going to get rid of his body. 
I agree 100%. We have a man here in Charles who is a, a, an ultimate family man who loved his family more than anything and would do anything for them. And he predicted what would happen to not only himself, but also to the children uh, months pr prior to it all happening. You know, he was very concerned about Tylee's, her safety, as well as JJ's. It was unfortunate that through the court system here in Arizona, we could only try to, to protect JJ. But I will tell you that Charles was very, very fearful of what was going to happen to Tylee as well. And he loved Tylee as his own. What did he, he say was going to happen to the children? Well, he didn't specifically ever say that Lori would, would do anything to harm them, just that she had inferred that the children were a burden and that she, if anybody got in her way of her mission, she would dispose of them. And so it was more of a, you know, if she has the kids, she's number one, not going to think of their best interests. She's going to be obsessed with with the end of times and preparing the 144,000 uh, over the children and, and not care for them. And, and the fact that JJ's special needs and takes, you know, needs special care, uh, she wasn't going to be able to provide that. I don't know if Charles ever thought that she would harm the children in a way or, you know, but he was very fearful that, that if she was going to have the children in her care, that they were not going to be safe. Taylor Larson, associate attorney with Ellsworth Family Law. I've got a feeling you're going to end up as the state's witness at some point. No attorney wants to ever be a witness at a murder trial for one of their clients. But in this situation, I think that that's as close to justice as we can get for Charles. Thank you so much for being with us, Taylor. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.